Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Elton Brand, Rafe LaFrance, Joey Devine, Sean Marion, Jay Williams, but not the murderer, Sean Keane. Antonio Davis! Patreon subscribers! Richard Fuck! Thank you, Richard! Carl Anthony Meows! Thanks, Tyler! Rizzoli and Isles! Thank you, Eric Freeman! Musical guest! Angels and Airwaves! And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock. And we are here with a brand new episode, jam-packed full of stuff. Uh, but first, I've got to introduce my friend, the permanent co-host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm up in Humboldt County. Uh, I dug a bush out of a, out of out of the ground yesterday. Wow. Um, my whole body hurts. I, I'm disoriented. <laughs> so don't do a lot of manual labor, Joey. That's been a weird aspect of this. Also, not high. I'm not. I'm not smoking weed, and I'm in Humboldt County. So wow. uh, it's a weird, I, surreal experience. Don't say that out loud. I think they eject you from the county. Oh shit. I mean, I mean, lots of weed. I've been buying it, selling it, baking it. Um, before we get started on today's episode, I just want to mention, uh, please, please, please follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. 
Uh, if you feel like supporting us monetarily, you can do that at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, and you can call us on the phone at the number that is in the episode description of this podcast. We haven't gotten a call in a long time. We'd like some calls. Uh, I'm talking to you, Lakers Paladin. Um, Also, uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. I know it's weird that they only let you give five stars, but you wouldn't want to give us anything lower than that anyway, even if they did allow that. Um, Our guest today is Caitlin Gill. We're going to be talking about... uh, some some surprising things, uh, I would say. Learning about what a non-basketball fan heard about from the crazy basketball summer. And mm-hmm. um, a lot about NBA dogs. But before yeah. we do that, we've got some news to talk about. Let's go to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean. Our first news story is, of course, all about the Los Angeles Lakers and former Laker great Dwight Howard. Sean, do you uh, want to run us through this one? Well, look, I've look. We all remember those great billboards. Um, D twelve himself, Dwight Howard. Uh, so because DeMarcus Cousins, uh, tore his ACL practicing in Vegas, mm-hmm. get uh, well soon, Boogie, get well soon. Um, actually take your fucking time getting well, Boogie, <laughs> just get well. No, there's no timetable. Joe Lacob is not going to yell at you. Uh, no one in the locker room is going to shame you. Uh, you don't have to answer any questions from writers at the athletic. Um, take your time, buddy. Uh, so the Lakers, are bringing in um, three centers for workouts and are considering uh, flying in a fourth. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. Uh, it's uh, Yoakum Noah, mm-hmm. who is notably an enemy of LeBron James. I would say he does not have a, a ton of like outright enemies. I would say that that Noah is one, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, remember all the clapping he used to do when LeBron would yell at his teammates in Miami? That was great. Yeah, he used to openly talk shit about Cleveland. That was great. Mm-hmm. And even though the Bulls didn't particularly have a lot of success against the Heat, that's they were more of their rivals than the Pacers were, I think. Yeah, I would say that's fair. They're just more of a like respectable threat. And granted... You know, Derrick Rose got hurt. The Bulls team doctors almost murdered Luol Deng, but it still just felt like that was the team that, like, that was who ended their winning streak mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so that would be that would be, I guess, some bridge building if they brought him back. Uh, while Mo we're Spates, talking about, hold on, before we get to our friend yeah, Mo, while we're talking about Yokum Noah, I just want to point out, uh, Yokum Noah fucking rules. Uh, the video of him really getting to the heart of Devin Booker's loser mentality that was going around yesterday fucking ruled. Uh-huh. Um, bring back Yoakam Noah. <laughs> did you, yeah, you last... saw that video, right, Sean? I, I did. It was... <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I am a sucker for... I've been... I've been... I, I really liked Noah in college. I really liked him on the Bulls, but any player just 
ripping on Devin Booker. That's that's going to be my sweet spot, so Joey. So for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, Devin Booker is practicing in an... Uh, he's scrimmaging with some NBA players. Joachim Noah. He's playing Joachim Noah. Uh, is mm. one of them. He gets the ball in the corner. Uh, the team proceeds to double-team him, and Devin Booker quits and keeps saying, what, we're double-teaming in an open gym? I thought we are here to work on our games. We're double-teaming in an open gym? And Joachim Noah's just like, yeah, we are. That's part of the game. <laughs> double-teaming in an open gym. Uh, great mentality, that guy. Um... So Noah was better last year for the Grizzlies. I don't know if he was necessarily good. He played 16 minutes mm-hmm. a game. He played 42 games. Uh, I mean, he looked better. He's also said that um, essentially he was really shitty for the Knicks just because he partied so much. And I got to say, I respect that. <laughs> I do respect that. Uh, uh, so who else are they bringing in? They're they're bringing in uh, Warriors great Mo Spates. Mm-hmm. Love Mo. Mo Spates uh, was not in the NBA last year. No, uh, he was playing for the Guangzhou Long Lions. Mm-hmm. How do you do last China. year in China? You know, I don't. I couldn't find stats for that. I, I will find those. Hold on, hold on. You <laughs> say something about Mo Spates. Uh, uh, love Mo Spates. Uh, the fact that Mo Spates and JaVale McGee might be playing somewhere that is not the Golden State Warriors will truly bum me out. Uh, two of my favorite weirdo and, uh, Golden State Warriors role players of the last few years. Um, he was the second, okay, Spates was the second leading scorer on his team last year. He averaged 22.7 uh points and 7.4 rebounds trailing kyle fogg in both those categories he blocked almost one shot a game playing 32 minutes a game uh was he shooting threes he shot a lot of threes Mm -hmm. uh he made he was taking nine threes a game shot him at about a 36 percent rate uh not as much rebounding as you might think for most spades i have to say looking at this stat line but part of it was i mean this guy Kyle Fogg was just tearing it up. Interesting. Um, and then who else are they bringing in? Uh, they're considering bringing in Marcin Gortat. He oh. will not be at the actual workouts they're holding this week because he's still in Europe. Dwight Howard's uh, backup, famously. Dwight Howard's backup, famously. <laughs> it's like two dogs, two dogs fighting over one bone, Joey, just like in Orlando. <laughs> Um, Gortat also seems like notably disliked among NBA players, but maybe I'm, maybe that is uh, conjecture. Certainly he and John Wall did not mm-hmm. get along great. And, uh, he got along badly enough with the rest of the Clippers that, uh, they just got rid of him last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last member, of course, Dwight Howard from the, from Who? one of the most disappointing NBA teams in recent memory. He's under contract with the Memphis Grizzlies, isn't he? That is true. Yes, yes. So they had to ask permit. That's why it's um, they could have done it more subtly. But he, yeah, th- th- the Washington Wizards gave Dwight Howard a two-year deal. And then um, Memphis, they must have gotten some other consider. Oh, no, no, no. He just makes more. Sorry. They, they traded CJ Miles to the Wizards. And uh, CJ Miles just makes more than Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. And. 
Memphis is like, we have 32 people on the roster right now. We are we are taking this two million dollars, even if it's attached to Dwight Howard's muscular farty corpse. <laughs> now, so they have to ask permission, but I mean, they're gonna buy him out, right? Um, there's no way, right? There's no way know. he's coming back to the Lakers. I mean, there's mutual interest. They, it seems like the issue is they re- that Anthony Davis really hates playing center, and um, the Which Pelicans love love when guys do that. Love you? when guys do that. Yeah, like <laughs> who was he afraid of matching up with in the post at this point? Especially I guess the- now, like it was. Re- <laughs> Yeah, okay, they're going to play the Clippers four times. It's like, is he going to be able to handle... Uh, Ivaka Zubac? Ivaka Zubac. <laughs> and uh, and, and uh, Willie Cauley-Stein. These uh-huh. are his division rivals. <laughs> um, I guess Hassan Whiteside. I wouldn't want to be near Hassan Whiteside, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, and then, like, Aiton. Um I don't know. It is so weird. But he like the thing is about him not wanting to play center is just the war, the the Lakers team. If he's playing power forward, that means LeBron is playing small forward, which means Kyle Kuzma's playing like shooting guard or not playing. Mm-hmm. And okay, so imagine if you had some center, whether it's whether it's Howard, it's Noah, it's JaVale McGee. That's like four non-shooters almost. Like, like Anthony Davis is like a thirty-three percent career three-point uh-huh. shooter. It's not like thirty percent last year. LeBron shoots like thirty-four percent. Cal Kuzma shot thirty percent last year. It's like it's the opposite of everything you want to do with a LeBron James team right. over the years. And yeah, I, I mean, watching LeBron last year, I was more like, this guy's a center now, rather than like, no, moving back to the three, right. baby. <laughs> so, well, no, he's the point guard, remember? Oh, he's the point guard. That's right. Sorry. So, okay. So, so it's going to be LeBron starting at point, Danny Green providing all the shooting, Kuzma at small forward, Anthony Davis at power forward, Dwight Howard at center. That's uh that's not a great spacing team, Joey. It also seems that the like the only thing Dwight Howard can do now is rebound. Like he's still a good rebounder, but um so are Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Like, right. Like, those guys get boards. They're pretty good at it. Uh they're gonna sign most baits, I bet. I mean that seems that seems like it actually fits their needs He's a little bit. He's the least famous of these guys, though, which is not a Lakery move. That's true. And <laughs> and he's not like... I wouldn't say most space provides a lot of the things that you want from your center. Uh, I could see LeBron getting him, like, nine points a game, though. Just no, he on is like, open yeah. pick and pop. And he's, like... He's the kind of guy they should... You know, he's, like... Is most Spates worse than Channing Fry was a couple of years ago in Cleveland? Like, not really. He's still relative. He's like he's 20 worse. 30, right? He's worse, but, though. But, like, I don't know if he's that much worse than old Channing Fry. Yeah, but Channing Fry could still, like, ostensibly stay in front of a guy and not be, uh, how do I put this carefully? Uh, not overweight. 
Well, Channing Fry is also a really good three-point shooter, yeah. and most spades is like a center who can make them. You know, yeah. sometimes. Uh, I mean, it was. It's. It feels to me like they're going to end up in a situation where Anthony Davis ends up playing a lot of center. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only conclusion I can really draw. But. Um, but also, who are their wings besides Danny Green? <laughs> um. Well, you've got Rayshon Rondo, Quinn Cook. Uh huh. None of these people are wings. <laughs> oh, you're. Oh, yeah. Uh... KCP, who is a shooting guard oh, who guards yeah. point guards, though he doesn't guard small forwards. Oh yeah, that's true. His like he's not really like okay. Like who's gonna guard? <laughs> Say they're playing the Clippers uh-huh. hypothetically. Who's guarding Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? Honestly. It might have to be LeBron and Anthony Davis. <laughs> That's so weird. But yeah, like like Jared Dudley's going to get a bunch of starts. Avery Brad. I don't think Avery Bradley's a good defensive player anymore. Also, a guy who guards point guards, though, not you know threes. who's gonna you know who's gonna make this team and end up playing a fair amount. That weird Zach Norvell Jr. <laughs> I mean, look, we, our friend Julian Rodriguez, uh, one of the sane Laker fans, is like, I kind of think Caruso's going to play more than most of these guys. <laughs> I mean, Avery Bradley, I think, was one of the worst players in basketball last year. Uh, with the Clippers, yes, but I believe he was better in Memphis. That doesn't count. Yeah. It's like that Noah season. It doesn't really count. <laughs> um, I bet KCP ends up playing a lot. It's weird, though, because he um, on paper, he doesn't look that terrible. But people who watch him a lot are just like this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I don't really trust his mediocre stats as meaning. So I mean, maybe it was that he was making like 18 million and not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. Could have been either way. But yeah, that. KCP is going to play a lot. Danny Green's going to play a lot. They just—it's—it's it's a fairly old team. It's yeah. not a—it's not a bunch of like super healthy guys either. Yeah. Well, we'll see but what Dwight happens. Howell, he'll be quite a treat. I—I <laughs> I want it to be Dwight so much. Like I that's know. the funniest possible thing, especially because it doesn't. Again, it doesn't really matter. This is essentially a backup center, like. You can play JaVale for 20 minutes and uh, I mean, they should just make LeBron play center. Inst- oh, sorry, he's the point guard. Why am I forgetting? I can't. <laughs> he's, they've announced old. it. He's their yeah. starting point guard. Starting point guard. Yeah. Um, doesn't have anything to do with all-star consideration. <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't you kind of get the sense that if they sign Dwight, Kobe might come back to practices to yell at him. Oh, that would be like, so that's the funny. one thing that could really bring him back. Uh, my favorite, my favorite distressing thing for Laker fans is Ramona Shelburne tweeted like, yeah, everyone hated Dwight Howard in LA, but he still has a pretty good relationship with Jeannie Buss. Funny. So, well, they're both really into comedy. So, <laughs> um, all right. Our last story, uh, De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley left team USA for some reason. <laughs> Yes, Uh, they're focusing on the Sacramento Kings season. It's not FIBA's not for them, Joey. 
I have a feeling because De'Aaron Fox was gonna make this team. I think they were both making the team, Joey. De'Aaron Fox definitely was. Everyone was talking about how he was one of the best players in camp. I have this feeling he just was like, you know, I don't want to go to Australia. <laughs> oh, oh, he not even the China part of it. Yeah, because they're going to Australia first. And then they're studying one more guy. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the I'm not sure you realize how how shallow this team is right now. I mean, I do. <laughs> <laughs> because right now they still have not cut uh, Derek White. I think Derek White's going to make the team, though. So who who's he getting pops guy? I guess that might be it. So Joe Harris is going to play big minutes. I mean, honestly, Harris they Barnes. maybe they were going to cut De'Aaron Fox. I don't think they were going to cut De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> Mason Plumley looks like he's a lock to stay on this team. I think they're going to end up cutting Marcus Smart because he's going to be like, eh, I'm kind of hurt. That's my mm, guess. He wants to play so bad, though. Yeah, I'm just saying he probably still hurt. <laughs> four Celtics, baby. Four. Four Celtics. Uh, Brooke Lopez. It's going to be Brooke Lopez. It's time to shine. He's going to kick ass. <laughs> uh, I mean, I honestly think they're going to cut Kuzma. He hasn't played well, apparently. He doesn't seem to fit the team that much. Also, <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, um, I've, I've said this before. I don't think the numbers are there to justify thinking he's like a pretty good player mm-hmm. or really a good player. Like he's it's not a good shooter. Yeah. Anyway, but he's fun. I do like him a lot. Just to, I'm glad he's around and in the league. Yeah, yeah. What did, didn't he do something woke this week? I don't remember. Probably. Uh, who cares? Um. All right. Should we get to our uh, interview? Yeah, let's get to the interview. All She's right. great. Um. Let's talk to our friend Caitlin Gill here. We pre look. We pre-recorded it. I don't remember how I intro it, but it's going to start right here. It's Christmas in August because we have, look, every Christmas, Sean and I bring on our very, very good friend, Caitlin Gill, uh, who does not care or know about basketball, really, but uh, does want to talk about it. And usually every Christmas we go through with her what the Christmas Day games are and try and teach her about what's been happening in the NBA season. But so much stuff has happened this summer. Uh, it's kind of like the 2016 election where uh, yeah. they talk about bu- they talked about bubbles, you know, where the New York Times would be like, look at this Republicans Facebook feed. So I wanted to check so much crazy stuff happened in the NBA. I wanted to check with a non-NBA fan and see what large news stories broke through outside of the basketball bubble. But before we do that, um, well, let me introduce her. Caitlin Gill, our friend, comedian, one of the funniest people we know, who has a new album out and is on tour currently, so you should go see her. Caitlin Gill, how are you? Hey, I'm so good. Thank you very much. I am uh, indeed, as you stated, on, on tour, currently in the bay, in the family nest, before I launch off again. Oh, like a baby uh, yeah. bird. Like a tiny baby bird, but my <laughs> wings, my wings are so strong. I've eaten so many grubs. I'm just ready. Uh, is this a good metaphor? I think so, honestly. Yeah. I'm feeling it. 
because uh, I have to. I'm not flying for any of this tour, so perhaps I should be a land-based mammal. Some kind of powerful mammal. <laughs> no, I'm, my album is named after my dog, so I'll go with that. Uh, I am touring on the release of my album, Major, available on everything you listen to things on. And yeah, I'm going all over the West. Don't worry, East Coast, I'm coming. Just like not right now. Um, well, let's get straight into it. Caitlin. Yes. What tour dates do you have coming up? Let's do Ooh, this I'm early. Be... Let's make them listen to this before they get to the good <laughs> yeah. content. Yeah, I like it. Come see me in Eureka with Sean Keen on the 22nd. That's very exciting. August 22nd. That's a Thursday, unless I'm wrong. And I could be. But yeah, that is no, that. Uh, right. It is. I did it. Uh, it's at Savage Henry Comedy Club in Eureka, California. So anywhere you are in Northern California, it's worth the drive. You know it's pretty. Then I'm going to be in Salem on the 23rd at Cap City Comedy Club. That'll be fun. On the 28th, Portland, Helium. Uh, that's going to be a great show. I hope that uh, those Portland Portland folk come out in droves. Seattle. We Fremont have a Abbey. strong Portland fan base, too. That, that yeah. feels right to me. Yeah. And I want, I love, I, uh, these are all album release parties. The party part is that I hang out afterwards. All high fives are free. I offer some very important high five tips during the show usually. So high five confidence is high. Yeah, I like meeting people. Come and say that you, listen, that you heard Round Ball Rock and I would be very excited. Uh, to meet you and uh, offer you a high five. Um, we'll keep going Seattle. Great, where... Seattle on August 30th at Fremont Abbey. That's all ages, so bring your chillins. Uh, and then I, oh, oh, gosh, we go all the way to Idaho. That's Boise for the 208 Comedy Fest from the 6th to the 9th. Go to all those fun shows. I am one of them on the 7th. And then on September 12th, I am in Denver for, at the High Dive. And that show is going to be a real party. I love the High Dive. I hope that I get to slap any hands in Denver <laughs> as well. I'll be right back in Boise after that as, at twos. So if you missed me in Boise the first time, I'll be back the 13th through the 15th. Do you have a strong Boise fan base usually that you have to visit We're... Boise twice? <laughs> it just sort of worked out this way this time. But this is my returning appearance at the uh, 208 Comedy Festival. Boise is a very fun town to tell jokes in. Um... Surprise. It's fun. It is. I didn't... Um... I'll admit to have being intimidated by parts of Idaho that aren't Boise, but <laughs> Boise itself is it, very fun. Well, it's because you have a deep fear of potatoes, correct? It's the potatoes, yes. Yeah. Well, we did learn that most of those are picked by Idaho's prison population, so hats oh, off to no! them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the 13th by Ava DuVernay really uh, enlighten you not only to our nation's history, troubling in many ways, but also to our nation's history with potatoes. Also troubling. You wouldn't think so, the innocent potato, but there it is. So that's the tour. I'll tell you potato facts and I'll give you a high five. And I'm excited, Sean, that you are going to be in Eureka. That show is going to be so fun. And I know that your day is packed before that. I am so disappointed. I can't yes. make it to see Guy Fieri's barbecue competition. He's judging a barbecue. Uh, yeah, that... yeah. Joey, I don't know if I've told you this, but uh, yeah, on Thursday, I will be attending the Humboldt County Fair. Uh, I believe it's in Ferndale. Um... It is. Beautiful <laughs> Ferndale. Uh-huh. And uh, there is... A, a fairly freewheeling barbecue competition that is being judged by Guy Fieri. I think it's like his sixth or seventh year doing it. I love that. Um, the categories are beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and people's choice. Oh. Um, and I think they give out like 38 different awards. So I love it. It's possible that I should be uh, signing up for this barbecue competition. I don't particularly barbecue, but... 
God, I should. I feel I'm like really I working on making my dad eight. leave early enough to make it. <laughs> and if I tell him that he could win a barbecue competition, that oh might be enough. God. Yeah, I'm your working. dad. Oh, I'm like, going well, on this whole tour with my dad. Yeah. Yes. This is uh, the whole time. My dad and my dog are piling into a car and we're doing this whole trick uh, as a, a ridiculous family unit, um, which is silly and fun. So, yes, um, it's this tour is madness and it has only just begun. Come see it. Witness. How were how was the San Francisco show? Oh, so fun. Verdi yeah. Club. Uh, it was it, uh, lots of friends. Lots of uh, cool strangers. It was great. I did those shows with uh, Jackie Cation and Chris Fairbanks. So if your uh, podcast audience also devours other podcasts, those might be familiar names. They were a hoot. Oh, man. Fairbanks. I, I mean, I love Jackie, too. But oh, I, I know. Oprah as well. Uh, yes. Chris Fairbanks, an all-time favorite. Irresistibly funny. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you that can't go see Caitlin because she's not coming to your town, there is a way you can still enjoy caitlin gill's comedy and that is what yeah <gasps> and that is by purchasing her brand new album major oh, i love it which it's is so good named after her dog major major margaret hot lips Houlihan mm-hmm. is my dog for all the mash heads out there uh she is a feathery fur cutie so she earned the title but she wears she's you gotta address her formally she is a major she goes mm-hmm. by her title uh yeah, she rules. And she had I had a buddy, Red Scott, another great comedian, happened to be at the show the night that I recorded the album and took these beautiful portraits of me holding my tiny dog. And was like, well, that's the album art and the name, I guess. We're mm-hmm. done with that. That's taken care of. Well, and yeah. I brought it up first off because everyone should buy it. But more importantly, buy the album. Uh, yes. Because your album is dog themed, dog themed. Uh, it is. Sean. Mm-hmm. Wanted to go through and tell you about some famous NBA dogs. Yeah. Now, before I am looking at Sean's fav- famous NBA dogs here, and uh-huh. he left off a glaring NBA dog story that we well, talk about all the time. Criticism. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> Udonis Haslam, yes. Uh, yes. Sean, was- would you like to describe to Caitlin what happened to Miami Heat power forward slash center Udonis Haslam and his dog? That's yeah. a very large person, right? The mm-hmm. center is usually he's a de- very tall person. He's very large and he's very tough. And okay. uh, he's been on the heat forever. Um, it's it's fairly certain that he has like incriminating material. He, <laughs> he'll be like the second oldest player in the NBA this year and he never plays, but he <laughs> signs a contract for like two or three million dollars every year. Um, so he's I'm gonna, got polar I'm gonna rights. Go got it. So he um, he is suing a Florida-based veterinary hospital because, uh, okay, Udonis Haslam has a prize dog named Juice. Uh, oh, it is a cane corso a great... dog. Uh, he's a champion show dog. Haslam claims it was making him thousands of dollars from the sale of semen from that okay. cane corso dog. Uh, he claims that samples go from thirty five hundred to ten thousand dollars. However, 
Man, uh, that's a huge scale, and I wonder what the quality <laughs> of the sample is to to justify that kind of gap. Yeah, is it's that crazy. like an ounce thing, or is that like a count per millimeter issue? I mean, uh-huh. unrelated question, but genuinely curious. Maybe it's just a sliding scale. It's like a, a Radiohead <laughs> album. Pay what you can. <laughs> uh, the the lawsuit also is claiming that he spent thirty thousand dollars training Juice to be a watchdog for his family because he is away for long periods of time in the NBA. And the filing says, quote, as a castrated dog, Juice is now too tame to serve in the capacity of a watchdog. Yeah, you didn't uh, bring that part up. Oh, I'm Sean, sorry. Yeah, why I'm he's sorry. Suing he got them. castrated, huh? Yeah. So he's been, he's been su- he's suing this Florida veterinary hospital. He brought in the dog uh, because the dog had swallowed a large piece of rope, which oh, is yeah, somewhat terrifying. Like, sure. Um, and they had to do surgery, um, and in the course of the surgery, they neutered the dog. Now, the hospital claims that Haslam authorized the procedure, and they acted with the standard care that all practitioners in veterinary, in veterinary this is not written well, veterinarian medicine, that's not <laughs> uh, So, yeah, he claims that this was a just spontaneous castration. And, Boy, that uh, is a gentleman's nightmare, isn't it? Going in I to mean, get your appendix thing, removed and then, and then, you know, that's not great. The, uh, the Miami, the Miami, uh, Sun Sentinel went with this headline, Udonis Haslam suing veterinarian over prize dog semen, which <laughs> that's just good journalism. It's, I mean, I'm clicking. So Caitlin, that's, now that you have a famous dog, uh, how much are those eggs going to go for? Gosh, I wish I hadn't tied her up so early. Um, no, she's a uh, man. Yeah, she's only available for pictures, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get on that little bub circuit, but, you know, it's a uh, it's a tough market. It's a t- it's it, you think it's a seller's market, but it's not. It's not. Keelan, this is a crazy question. Um, Ask it. Can you follow your dog on Instagram? Oh, goodness. Of course you can. At Major underscore Houlihan. That's mine. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Just wanted to make sure. Kelly, my sweet lady, surprise I'm a lesbian, is the the one who's actually really good at maintaining it. So since she's out of town, it's lapsed. But it'll get, it's good content. It's some pretty (laughs) adorable dog. It's all dog. There's no, there's no uh, other filler content. We're not trying to sell you anything yet. Yet. When she's sponsored, though. Those will all be, those will, it'll all be ads. <laughs> I yeah. wish I could make passive income off my dog. Uh-huh. If, uh, boy, if my dog had semen to sell, let me tell you, I'd do it. <laughs> Is Major willing to do spawn con? Man, I bet. I, it's, if people would pet her there, she will go. That is, uh, she's an easy sell on public events. Uh, so yes. Yeah. I'm really trying, uh, I'm angling. She's, I'm trying to get her some auditions. You know, we've got an acting coach, dialect coach, <laughs> working on some, you know, going Meisner, but wh- I want her to be open to other options. It's a, uh, yeah, <laughs> natural talent. You just gotta, you gotta shine it up when you can. And uh, yes, I did make her, I can't, ma- I can't breed her. I can't make more. It was stupid. 
That was dumb. I could clone her. <laughs> I could sell yeah, that, you genetic material. Sure. That's what you should do. And in fact, I believe that's a big part of uh, the Matrix Four. Actually, oh, excellent. Yes. It's a Neo clone. From now. Neo is making a new dog. Great. <laughs> um, all right, Sean. Do you have some other famous dogs you want to yeah. introduce? I've never to? even considered NBA dogs, and this is a world that must be rich, just so rich that it's I'm a- not surprised. Yeah, okay, so the dog that a lot of people might be pretty familiar with is um, Clay Thompson's bulldog, Rocco. Uh, He's Rocco.Thompson on Instagram. Um, Now, Clay got Rocco when Rocco was 11 weeks old and Clay was 21 years old back in 2011. Uh, They go on hikes together a lot in Oakland. Um, Clay's bobblehead had a Rocco bobblehead under it. Yeah, oh, that his, makes me very happy. Yeah. His, his birthday cake was a Rocco cake. Uh, his Chinese shoe company, Anta, released a Rocco shoe. Um, and no, Clay's no, quote, I'm going to say this is because nobody knows what to get Clay. This is what happens <laughs> when you get a dog. Is that like if you got a French bulldog, all of a sudden everybody's like, phew, and they go to Target and they just get you a French bulldog mug. And then all of a sudden your whole cabinet, you have a French yeah. bulldog lamp, you have fresh bulldog like like a bath mat. Everybody just goes to that because they don't know what else to get you. So I think Clay needs to update an Amazon wish list or like maybe express his wants more clearly from to his friends. Otherwise, every birthday from now on, his whole house is going to be bulldog. Yeah, there's no hope. Socks, man, a bulldog, everything. Good luck with that, Clay. That's going to be <laughs> more of a burden than, you know, my friend. Yeah. And he he definitely is a guy who has like pretty basic in- interests like he just likes playing basketball playing video games and like going for long walks uh, I guess. and also instagram models and instagram models well come on <laughs> yeah. that's just universal <laughs> we're all here because we like instagram models and pot um that's not true i don't know what to do on instagram but i'm really good at pot so i make up for it there uh, <laughs> uh yeah play he... does seem a little bit sweet and basic well, he his... doesn't seem dumb. He just doesn't also seem like sure. He's not a I never. Hey, I, I don't know. Does he last? Is he hilarious? He's yeah. hilarious in the way a weirdo is hilarious. Perfect. Because he is a weirdo. A picture with a panda that I made a button for you <laughs> at some kind of function. Yeah, he he like. He he famously signed a fan's toaster last year. Oh, uh, I love him. <laughs> he's high-fived himself in the past. Uh, well, hell yeah, put it up for yourself. Why uh, yeah. why why a toaster? Did a fa- was a fan just a fan like brought it to him and was like, "Can you sign this toaster?" And uh, there's a great picture of him looking at it in befuddlement. Yes. But then the Warriors went on to win like 19 games in a row after that or something. I mean, for the for the season, including the playoffs, they were like twenty five and two after they signed that toaster, something like that. It was crazy. Man, man, that's delicious toast. So pops up with a little W on it. Back to Rocco. Clay Thompson has been dealing with an injury all summer, and uh, has been posting pictures of himself rehabbing and claiming that. Uh, since he's hurt, Rocco won't leave his side and will like is like defending him constantly. Yeah, yeah he's like yeah. he's always sitting on the weight bench next to Clay. That's a dog. No. They know he uh, must actually be injured. He's not flopping. A dog no. wouldn't lie about that. <laughs> and uh, Clay's quote is: 
dogs are just simple beings. They just want affection, exercise, and some treats. And I'm a simple guy. The implication is that's all Clay wants, too. And by <laughs> affection, I mean sex with Instagram models. And by treats, I mean marijuana. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, you're. this is... Don't pretend like that's we're above it. None of us are. So let me... Um, I'm going to send you a picture of... Okay, so this next dog... I'm just going to text this link to both of you guys. That's very exciting. I haven't been looking up these dogs, and admittedly, no, I no, no, but no, I'm no. letting my imagination do the work. Uh, so, Gordon Hayward of the Boston Celtics, um, he's like, would you say he's like the closest thing the NBA has to a proud boy, Joey? Um, to a proud boy, no. To a uh, gamer gator, yes. Yeah, he's oh. more like he's more what like a, a fine tiki. hair to Sorry. split, honestly. <laughs> well, he has a he has a tiki torch haircut, mm-hmm. and he's like definitely yeah, really into video games. His wife um, gave him a lot of money to Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, he has a dog whose name is Cyber, which is S I B E R, um, and it is a German Shepherd. Does mm-hmm. that seem like not the dog you should get if you're worried about people thinking you're a white supremacist? I mean, it's a bold choice. It sends a message. And I I don't know what cyber means, but it that also to me sounds racist. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, or new metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's more like yeah, like like things that somebody with a shaved head and like khaki pants would thrash around listening to, even though the content itself definitely, yeah, yes. Um, also, uh, Joey, I don't know if you know this, uh, he had ACL surgery last year. The dog, the dog did. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon Hayward signed an enormous contract with the Boston Celtics, uh, broke his ankle. In the second quarter of his first game with them. Oh my god. Maybe it was the first quarter, actually. I think it Uh, was like two and a half minutes into the game. Yeah, it it was terrible. Yeah. Anyway, his dog also is being rehabbed, so. (laughs) That's a tough one on a dog. My own is a little knock kneed, and someday she herself might be in recovery from some kind of surgery. It's the only. I don't know. Yeah. I'd fix your knees, tiny dog. She just walked out. Were your ears burning? Were your tiny ears burning? Oh, yeah. Give me a high five. Oh, now, leave me hanging. I could have just said she did it, but I was honest. She left me hanging, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get to the pit bull section right now. Pit bulls are a very popular NBA dog. Um, sure. It doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. Now, Paul George, who uh, plays for the Los Angeles Clippers. Hey, don't say that part, Sean. Sorry. We have to get to that. Sorry. <laughs> Paul George has a uh, pit bull named King. Okay. Very, like, nice dog in a lot of photos. Then he recently got another pit bull and named him Kobe. Oh, okay. Doesn't that seem like you're you're giving a breed that already has a bad reputation uh, just some just bad stuff? Yeah, I don't I don't know. What is the suggestion? King and Kobe? With the clip, what? Why is he? Uh, I mean, it just means you have to yell the word Kobe a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Which Paul George presumably does already. Here's the thing about Paul George. uh, Is that it? He just works backwards? He just walks around his house yelling Kobe (laughs) so it'd be easier to Uh have a dog named Kobe? Well, let me explain to you, Paul George. Paul George is um, a very good NBA player, but constantly is self-owning. Like he, I can't relate to Paul George in any way. He one time gave himself a nickname... Which is never good, but his nickname he gave himself was <laughs> Playoff P. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and uh, he's not historically Paul George has not been good in the playoffs. Sure, all right. Uh, also, ugh. every yeah, yeah, every year in the playoffs, Gatorade releases a commercial about Paul George doing well in the playoffs. And, then, and it runs much longer than Paul George's actual playoff run. So it's yeah. like... I do it'll love be... the optimism. <laughs> uh, also, in one year, one of the Gatorade commercials ha- showed him uh, hitting a game-winning buzzer beater. Uh, and it made someone look up a stat that Paul George had never, even in high school and college, ever hit a game-winning shot at the buzzer. Yeah. Uh, which then led everyone to roast him for about a season and a half. Yeah, Joey, um, I think you're not listing, I think, the more embarrassing Paul George nickname. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul George changed his uniform number to number 13 so that his nickname could be PG-13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, honey. And P- <laughs> Does he know that PG-13 means... Not as good as you think it's going to be. Is he Mormon? <laughs> no, he's no. just from uh, Palmdale. That's a Mormon bad boy who's he's... like, check me out. I'm fucking <laughs> PG thirteen over here. Uh, this That's quote why. about his dog Kobe is great, though. He did say, oh, yeah. "quote He's my best friend. It's dope." Unquote. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and honestly, um. King looks like a regular pit bull. I'm sure Kobe is fully grown now, but I had not seen like a little tiny pit bull puppy before. Oh, they're very cute. They're very cute and like very pink. Yes. Anyway, there's there. You can see a video of uh, Paul George's daughter playing with a baby pit bull. That is very cute. I think that's they're pretty They're great insane. dogs, and they're perfect NBA dogs. They look like they're tough, but they're darlings. They look all strong, but they're extra sweet, and they need you so bad. Yeah, they're the they're great dogs. I don't want one, but good job. I um, I need a dog I can pick up and hold in my arms. Yeah. That's cheating. I love it. <laughs> uh, Demarcus Cousins has three pit bulls. That's pit a lot bulls. of pit bull, man. That is fun. Well, Ooh, Demarcus Cousins is a lot of man. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's he is like the closest thing to just a big slab of beef yeah. running up and down the court, like really strong and really tough and. Uh, He's anyway, listed his... at a uh, 6'11", 269 pounds. My goodness. But I'm going to guess he's close. He, this year he was closer to 300, I think. At do, you think do you think he's the strongest guy in the NBA? Um, Or like fully healthy, I guess. I think probably no. I think uh, uh, Another guy we're going to talk about who's a rookie this year is probably actually the strongest guy in the NBA now. Wow. Um, I think you got to be a little older, though. Maybe. I don't know. 
but anyway, back to these dogs. Um, okay, so three of them. He's got three dogs. They're three pit bulls. Their names are Gotti, Capone, and Sosa. And okay, is that named after Sammy Sosa, Joey? Do you think is there another Sosa it would be named after? Uh, I'm assuming it's um the Sosa from Scarface, based on the other oh, three oh, names. Right, right. Ale- Alejandro Sosa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean. I'm assuming he's got several framed posters up in his house. I'm assuming they're all Scarface. I guarantee. Like each one yes. of the DVD Blu-ray covers is like he's got it in every form of media: a VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't already have the pit bulls, the fact that he began his career with six years in Sacramento, I think, would guarantee Ooh. a Scarface poster. Oh yeah, there's one in every home in Sacramento, whether you buy or rent. It's pre-installed. Yeah, you can't even get them out. You can't of- get them off the wall. Yeah, it's not. Uh, now, as far as I could tell in my research, Boogie Cousins is the only NBA player to hold a dog photo competition on Facebook. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm not really sure what the prize was. Is this like going on Twitter and be like, hey, I had a hard day. Can you post pictures of your pet just to get 3,000 likes? Is that the? Is that what you're saying? Uh, dog no. thirst trap? I think he used to really maintain um, Gotti's Instagram page. Oh, okay. And um, and then, uh, yeah, you know, he was just giving away a bunch of autographed jerseys and gift cards and stuff. Uh, but apparently it was, that. like, very strict about the rules, where the first post under the announcement is, commenting on post on wall does not enter yourself in the contest. Here's huh. the thing. <laughs> Okay, so he's got a plan. And a lot of people disregarded those instructions. So if you want to see a lot of pictures of dogs from five years ago, check out Boogie's Dog Photo Competition. Um, I do want to see dogs from five years ago. And then I want to find them all and see them now. Um, All right, Sean. pretty good dogs, I gotta say. Why don't we skip down to this last one here? Uh, yeah, yeah, we don't. The bronze dog is boring. Uh, I kind of like that D'Angelo Russell has a pillow with both his dogs on it, though. Yeah, sure. and they're Bernadoodles. I've never heard of that kind of dog. With Labradoodles? They're Bernadoodles. Burn Bernadoodles. So like Saint Bernard and Poodle. They have. He has an enormous perm running around the house. <laughs> uh, Bernadoodle is a Bernese Mountain Dog and Holy. a Poodle. Crakes. That they is, are uh... really silly looking. This, yes. this is the least threatening dog I have ever seen, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, it's like a giant. It's a shamwow. It's cleaning rugs everywhere. Hardwood everywhere it goes. Yeah, the, a silly mop. The tongue is gigantic. Like, it basically can't even see out of its eyes. It's so fluffy. And look, I'm seeing the best of the best of these birdadoodles, but all right. Uh, does not, yeah. Um, okay, so the last dog we want to talk about. Um, it is the mascot of the Golden One Arena in Sacramento, uh, Goldie the dog. It better be a golden retriever or... I no. mean, it is kind of. But here's the thing we need to point out, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team that plays in the Golden One Arena are the Sacramento Kings, and they have a mascot named Slamson the Lion. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Goldie is just specifically the mascot for the arena. And possibly also for the credit union, I think. <laughs> um, that is that does he just have like a lesser costume and dance behind the official NBA mascot? Well, uh Sean just sent you a picture of oh, the credit union mascot. I oh man. Can I can't wait. Uh there it is. Give me a preview. Why? Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's not... I'm going to say a uh, first review of this mascot, not NBA quality. Gold no, Golden no. One Credit Union, definitely <laughs> prominently featured. And that dog tag, it's oversized for that dog's neck. I would be concerned as an owner. I wouldn't trust uh, him as a banker either. Most um, definitely not. The gloves are in a... He's got, like, paws, but they're gloves with five fingers. Mm-hmm. And I think... They missed a mitten opportunity here. This is a mitten situation. Five finger dog is uh, more unnerving than I care to admit. And no, it looks like it has three finger slots. No, there's four. Mm-hmm. He's just giving a foot one fingers up. He's doing a mom dance. But it's like he has. It's like his hands are in a different, separate cuff for the arms too. Yes, definitely. It's a glove tucked into the arm of a suit. I hate it. Which is it. probably nice on a Sacramento night. Uh, you can just open up your sleeve a little bit and one inch of your body can breathe as the rest yeah. of you just dumps sweat <laughs> into a unventilated dog suit. Uh, well, that is, wow. uh, yeah, it's unsettling. It's that forced corporate cheer. I'm sorry to linger so long on this, but the no, image no, is now no. haunting me where it's like uh, nobody's that happy in a credit union. Even if things are going well, it's <laughs> like you're not dog mascot happy. Well, while uh, we're talking about mascots that are dog and dog adjacent, I want to send you my both favorite mascot and least favorite mascot. I'm sending you the picture right now. I'm not surprised that they are the same. We've known each other a long time. I think that's true of everything period. Uh, I'd like you to meet the San Antonio Spurs coyote. I didn't ask to meet this. Why are you doing this to me? Why are its eyes like that? <laughs> More importantly, the why the costume? Why doesn't it wear pants? I mean, uh, that's a cartoon choice that you'd have to take up from Winnie the Pooh forward. Uh, well, but here's the optional. <laughs> here's the thing about well, the Spurs coyote. <laughs> no, I, it's making me deeply uncomfortable because it's too rabbit-like. It's got a jackalope vibe. They also did the no pause but individual fingers thing, and it, that's mm-hmm. a mistake. Uh, I feel like his tail, like, I feel like he can definitely use that tail, and that's unnerving. Like, he's got some kind of, ap- like, twitch butt apparatus that moves it. But his face is, like, it's a little wily Coyote, but it is not enough wily Coyote. And, like, a Coyote is, like, a, I don't know. Why are you trying to friendly? I'm confused. This Here- isn't- <laughs> a jersey is, like, form-fitting, too. Oh, it's very and- tight. He's and- like trying to, I feel like this Coyote has abs, like a kangaroo does. Yeah, and it's showing them off. Well, also, it's supposed to evoke uh, number 21 Spurs legend Tim Duncan, but they've chosen to make it a two and an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, did they own themselves and that they couldn't give him a t- Tim Duncan jersey? I don't, if they're, I don't know. Here, Yeah. Here's the it's, thing it about. It looks like he's very excited about coming in second. And since these games are right. usually a head-to-head competition. <laughs> I'm going to say maybe that's not the image you wanted to put forward. I mean, it's like you're saying, shit! Like, this has got something, too. Uh, Yeah. Here's the thing about it not wearing pants, Caitlin. 
Uh, oftentimes during the game, it will do a costume change where it wears pants. So it'll dress up like Rocky the boxer or like a cowboy that has like, uh, you know, like chaps on. So no, you it, gotta go all in or all out. Yes, on pants. no. So That's it not is, a... it's it's choosing to be a pervert is what I'm right. saying. Yeah, you know, I no really society has to wear you wear pants in society. That is more. I didn't want to. Yeah. Uh huh. Sean and I uh-huh. have often joked about this mascot that it is like the Heath Ledger Joker of basketball mascots. <laughs> Does it inspire a similar fan base? Jesus, there aren't green posters of this guy. Are there? Some mascots just want to watch the world turn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, imagining that guy walking away from a hospital, giggling a little too much is... Uh... He would be wearing pants as that nurse, too, for sure. Oh, yeah, at least a skirt, which is, you know... I, uh, yeah, there are definitely pictures of the the San Antonio Coyote wearing a skirt too. Also, by the way, I looked it up one time. This mascot is in the Hall of Fame, and it's no. not easy to get into the mascot Hall of Fame. <laughs> so, is that a separate oh, Hall of Fame or in the NBA? No, hall there's fame? a there's mascot a hall, of hall of Fame. There, I've looked it up. Is this like Vegas has a pinball museum, but it's really just a dark room that has machines <laughs> crammed in it, like? I mean, I love it, and I go there every time in Vegas, which is too often, if I'm being honest. But there's, uh, is this, what is the, have you been? I have what not been. I'd love to go. Uh, it's in Whiting, Indiana. Okay, and sure. It's an, uh, All right. according to this, it's an interactive children's museum and hall of fame for mascots. That children should not be able to see. <laughs> yeah, nope. That feels like a. Is it just the back door open to a windowless van? Uh, it was founded in 2005 by the guy who played the original Philly fanatic. Oh, all right. And you know, Philly's reputation with mascots lately, lately seems to be running pretty high. <laughs> yeah, they've got great. Right? Isn't that where Gritty's from? So your first hall, your first class of inductees was the Philly fanatic. The Suns Gorilla and the 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 San Diego Chicken. Oh sure, okay, right. Um, then, <laughs> in two thousand six, uh, they inducted a lot of people: Obby the Tiger, Bucky the Badger, Clutch from the Houston Rockets, the Jazz Bear from the Utah Jazz. <laughs> All right, Casey Wolf. Uh, from the Kansas City Chiefs, and someone named UD from the University of Delaware. Okay. Then in 2007, uh, Big Red from Western Kentucky, Brutus Buckeye, of course, the Coyote, and okay. Mr. Met. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then in 2008, they only inducted four people. Uh, Rocky from the Denver Nuggets, Slider from the Cleveland Indians, and Smokey from the University of Tennessee. And then they didn't induct... Wait, wait, who's Slider? Slider is the Indians mascot, apparently. Is he like a baseball? He's gotta be a baseball, right? Like Mr. Matt? Hold on. God, I am not that... I love that it's all sport. Like, that's gotta (laughs) be... I mean, I guess it would have to be, but boy, the rivalries. I mean... Well, and here's... here's What I'm interested in... So th- this is what, oh slider is horrifying looking. 
But Please, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a picture of Slider real Before quick. Before we Caitlin. look at a picture of Slider, I want you to know I happen to be looking down. I, I, oh God, is he the purple thing with splotches? Uh yeah, he's like he has like yellow dots and a weird <laughs> yellow nose. Uh, oh, he looks like a trip to the doctor. <laughs> um, here's a weird thing though. So that was in 2008. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then they didn't induct anyone until 2019. Whoa! Where uh, they inducted <laughs> They went 11 years without an induction And then they inducted the Nittany Lion, Benny the Bull Tommy Hawk, the Chicago Blackhawks mascot And Slugger, the Kansas City Royals Lion Which Does that mean, hold on wasn't oh the Chiefs mascot? Okay, I was like, didn't they induct the Royals mascot? <laughs> Slug- I looked up the Royals really mascot as well. Slugger, yeah, that that headpiece is unnerving. The Royals mascot has sort of a crown for a. It's a lion, but its top mane is in a crown shape. Yeah, I don't know. Uncomfortable. Here's another upsetting thing about the San Antonio Spurs coyote. By the way, no name. Uh- He's just no. called the Coyote. I mean, I get. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about this guy. Uh, he was yeah. also named best mascot of the year by Game Ops Magazine. Sorry, GameOps.com in 2005. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ever, that's my homepage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Braves, by the way, have a blatant Mr. Met ripoff named Homer. Oh, my God. But the reason it's, like, kind of okay is that they had a super racist mascot named Chief Nakahoma before. Yeah, I could tell the Indians mascot was going for something you couldn't possibly interpret it as human, and therefore you couldn't try to draw a line toward any representation of a group of humans. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, short of changing your racist ass name, I guess that's a good start. Uh, I am looking up. I, I just happened to type in the coyote in the little in the in the images, and uh, there was a race that the coyote held. Um, is this where he's, he's dressed like a baby? Two infants, <laughs> and he is dressed as a baby, and uh, he's in a onesie, like a crotch riding uh-huh. onesie uh-huh. that sort of looks like a wrestler's uniform. And I don't know that my dreams are ever going to be the he's same. Dressed he like a giant baby Huey, scale kinda. bottle. <laughs> Would this be during a halftime, or is this a pregame that's, thing? No, that's, like, not even halftime. That's, like, just in the middle of the game randomly during no, TV commercials. Goodness. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that is a lot to he, take in. He's a terrorist, I'm telling you. The coyote <laughs> is a terrorist. <laughs> it fits with, the uh, you know, the traditional image of the coyote as, like, a shape-shifting trickster that's meant to influence your mind in ways that you couldn't predict or control. I, I'm good with that. But these eyes, not good. I mean, it's his, the eyes for me. The, well, the eyes are, it's like he's on peyote. That's oh, he <laughs> does look a little bit like the Johnny Cash coyote from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. He looks stoned out of his old mind. For millennials out there, let me drop some Simpsons references that will forever date me. <laughs> to anyone who came up younger. All right. Now. They're like, can you put that in terms of a Family Guy episode? <laughs> exactly. A Rick and or a Morty. <laughs> Excuse me, if it was 
person on Rocco's Modern Life, I didn't grow up with it. <laughs> How is Which the is coyote? fair. I just happen to be a Doug Ren and Stimpy kid. How is the coyote like Pickle Rick, Caitlin? Um, oh, right. no. <laughs> um, all right. Should we go over some NBA news stories, Caitlin? Sure. Yes. So my first question for you to yes. just kick this off. Kick it. Uh, is do you know who won the NBA championship this year? Oh, um, I thought I did, and I don't. Was it the same matchup as it was before? No. Was it another? No. It's a very weird Shit. team, which is why I'm yes, asking you. Yes, the Raptors. You. Yes. It's the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Woo, yeah, okay. I remember the, the Drake made the, if you're mm-hmm. wondering what filtered out to people who otherwise weren't paying attention, Drake being weird. Uh, <laughs> I remember that. Um, and I remember Canadian friends being very excited. Okay, so my other question is, they were playing the Golden State Warriors, Right, And um, the Warriors had maybe one of the most traumatic series in the history of basketball happen to them. Uh, Yes. uh, I remember. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. No, 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 you go. No, No, I just remember worrying about you during this time period. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I was seeing the result. All I really knew was the standing of the series. And I was like, I wonder how Joey's doing. Well, in game six... Uh, both Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant, within a span of about a quarter, uh, had season-long ending injuries. Perfect. Great. Um. What? Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. Okay, that Clay... is a terrible thing. Uh-huh. To, that's like a, that's uh, really gross. Uh, and Clay Thompson, uh, tore his ACL. No, And also tried to not. play. On a torn ACL. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was like jogging around like, yeah, put me back in. I just need to loosen it up. <laughs> yeah, loosen it until it's just a flopping band. Nowhere near what it's supposed to support or control. Great. Yeah, loosen yeah. it right up. Okay. Uh, now I want to ask you some things about the most famous NBA player to see if, okay. if this has gone through. LeBron James. Sure. Uh, yes. Netflix deal. Looking fabulous. <laughs> Did you know LeBron James is currently making Space Jam 2? I knew that Space... I sort of knew that. Uh, but it's one of those things where you hear it and you're like, am I just hearing words together and not getting the association right? Um, but hey, as long as we're ma- remaking every movie that happened 25 years ago, let loose, buddy. Yeah, have at it. Um... All right, now I, I wanna... mean, I guess if you open a school, do whatever the fuck you want after that. You know, mm-hmm. you, like you've done, he's done enough cool stuff to play with his money and make a movie he wants to see, which is mm-hmm. like a boss ass move. Just like, I wish there had been a Space Jam 2. And then you call it into being with your own fabulous wealth and celebrity. That well is done. pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have no idea why he wants to make Space Jam 2, but it's almost just like people have. It almost feels like. Just people talking about the possibility of a Space Jam 2 made it happen, and then LeBron was like, yeah, I'm not busy. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you have to do as LeBron James to make Space Jam 2 other than just saying, like, hey, make Space Jam 2. Like, I think, I wonder how much of his own money actually goes into it. Once you can just put the words LeBron and James in front of a product, you're sort of going to at least get news. Mm-hmm. Um, but way to go, LeBron. I'll be there. AMCA list. I mean, I'm not going to pay, but I will go. 
Okay, the next thing I want to ask you about is, uh, do you have any inkling of who Anthony Davis is? I know that I am aware that that is a name that, even though it sounds like it could just be a guy from Stockton, mm-hmm. is actually a basketball player. He has a unibrow. I was born in Stockton. I'm not coming for you, Stockton. <laughs> he has a unibrow. Well, then he is family to me. And he, uh, that's... He's one of the best players in the NBA... Who mm-hmm. has been kind of stuck in the, on the New Orleans Pelicans for his entire career. Which, if you're going to be stuck somewhere, New Orleans is not a place I'd complain about. Well, he did complain about it this year. And, Foolish uh, choice. Where is he now? Well, he Indiana, sh- enjoy it. No, he shut himself down and demanded a trade and fought with them all year through Lebr- his agent, LeBron James's best friend, Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Demanding to go to the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, is this the shady thing where and then that didn't happen? Well, it did end up happening though. But okay. yes, but, that is but not that for is excellent months, knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So he essentially <laughs> threw away five months of his career. Um. Yeah, I've done that like every two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's all like very <laughs> relatable. It's like, oh, I really wanted this thing to happen, and then it didn't, and then I. Got kind of depressed. Uh, I didn't get a lot done for a while. Um, and my friends really tried to help me, but I wasn't really that helpful myself. Yeah. And a unibrow? Am I Anthony Davis? Yeah. <laughs> and well, uh, people were kind of annoyed. Powerful friends were trying to help me, and still like nothing would nothing happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, here's a funny thing uh, that I have done with you, Caitlin. Uh, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. at Universal Studios earlier this oh, summer, yeah, yeah. and I saw Anthony Davis ride the Harry Potter ride. <laughs> Did he love it? Uh, he is was seven he, like, feet up? tall. Oh, then it's terrifying. So it looked incredible. Not the roller coaster, by the way, the weird 3D one. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. That gets oddly close. Like, you you feel like you're flying very close to things. And yeah. as a six- but one person i was like i wonder if uh, this ride is built for me so as a seven foot tall person boy yeah watch your watch your toesies watch your head <laughs> that's pretty funny that would be a great headline anthony davis knocked senseless by log on harry potter right <laughs> um, like i'm not trying to speak that into being i'm just saying <laughs> i can see it happen uh le- now i want to ask you about uh kyrie irving Okay, sure. Yes. Are you is familiar? Is he very fashionable? Mm, sort of. No. Okay. He's the I'm... flat earth guy. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. And the no dinosaurs guy? Same guy? No, just flat earth. I think he okay. believes in dinosaurs, right, Sean? Does he, do we have a dinosaur theory from Kyrie Irving? Uh, he kind of stays away from that one. I think he probably does believe in dinosaurs. The thing is, he's not... Um, he's very spiritual, but he is not religious, if that makes sense. Oh, I, like, yeah, he believes huh? in, I'm sure he believes in chemtrails, the flat earth, uh... He's always like, taught... Like, numerology, runes, yeah. you know, okay. crystals, yep. uh, He is often... Energy. He's often, um... His logo is the all-seeing eye in the triangle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. That's the kind of guy we're talking about. He's he embraces... a real national treasure type. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> well, yeah. he's more like I would say a loose change type. Sure. You know right. what I mean? 
Yes. Well, I think he like really embraces science. He just doesn't always totally understand what science is. <laughs> so I think he probably likes dinosaurs. I feel like he so is... he thinks flat Earth is like a novel new theory that's up that's like outseeding the old rhetoric about Earth. No, just, he just doesn't. He's naive and very telling you things. His oh, whole, okay. yeah, yeah. He just doesn't believe what people tell him. If that makes sense, he's a real Unless art it's on bell a YouTube type. Straight to camera <laughs> in your one bedroom apartment video. I have a studio. Again, I'm not throwing stones. I'm just saying that's generally the uh, the setup. I would say Kyrie Irving is the most Art Bell slash George Norrie okay. uh, NBA player of all time. <laughs> so behold the pale horse. It is. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he was on the Boston Celtics. Uh, Great town for him to be in. Very accepting <laughs> and open to people's big ideas. Well, you're never going to believe this, but uh, they hate him now. No. Uh, because he was kind of annoying all year. Okay, he was really annoying all year. Uh, for... Annoying in Boston, too. Is uh, yeah, yeah. He was I'm really... not even railing on Boston. Boston, don't kid yourself. You know. You know. Uh, another fun thing about Kyrie Irving is he is currently attached to star in a haunted hotel movie. Mm-hmm. No, that feels like he's going to think it's real. Uh, well, it is like, real. Well, yes, it's because... movie, there's always one person who goes bananas. Well, do you know why he wanted to to do this movie? Is he he had a paranormal experience himself at a haunted hotel? Yeah, the oh, the hotel like a, like a hotel that's like billed as haunted, where yes. you rent it, and the owner's like, "Well, for twenty extra bucks, I can give you the key to the suite where she was, she is." And you get to see a ghost? One of those? Yes. Uh, the Oklahoma yeah. City, the the nice hotel in Oklahoma City is called the Skirvin Hotel. And the NBA okay. players stay there because it's the one nice hotel in Oklahoma City, I guess. Uh-huh. Skirvin, uh, yeah. And it's famously haunted. There's perfectly nice casinos. <laughs> it's where I say everywhere I go. It, it's <laughs> yeah, haunted. Right, right? And multiple NBA players have had paranormal experiences there. I think the weed's just shitty in Oklahoma. Now, to be fair to Kyrie Irving, his experience I don't think was paranormal. I believe he found bed bugs in his bed there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that will make you pray to a different god. Uh, he said he woke a... up and was looking a bed bug right in the eye. I believe. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> sorry, By that's just. So precious. Go ahead. Uh, a guy did investigate the the story of the haunting of that hotel and was like, "There's no real evidence for this legendary story, but lots of people were murdered on this floor of the hotel. Just <laughs> not this specific story." I mean, honestly, that's just kind of rude. Pick a hotel anywhere, and somebody's been murdered on every floor. That's just yeah. hotels. So yeah. it. It's the same thing with, like, Florida. We assume that Florida has the craziest news, but Florida just has really open public uh, information laws. Yeah. So police, like, <laughs> actually have to send journalists press reports with, like, egg, I was eating another guy's face. It's not like that isn't happening in Montana. It's just in, in Montana, those files don't have to go to the press. So we just don't hear about it. It's just lazy. A journalist knows that they can just look up Florida and get all the weird news they'll ever need because they give it to us. Good on you, Florida. Just know that the rest of the country is as weird. They're just not telling us about it. So Kyrie Irving, uh, 
left the Boston Celtics this summer, and everyone in Boston was annoyed with him, and now they hate him because he left. Well, uh, that's just... I mean, Boston, you can't be rude to someone at a party and then talk shit after they leave. You wanted them to leave. Uh, to join the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, okay. And, um... Does he get, like... Well, I mean, cool. All right. Well, but here's the funny thing. Uh, you remember Golden State Warriors star Kevin Durant? I do. Uh, he is Kyrie Irving's best friend. Okay. And they now both... That seems cute. They, bo- they now both play for the Brooklyn Nets. Is that, like, really good for them? Or is it going to be like the teacher has to sit them in different parts of the classroom or they'll just giggle and nobody will learn any biology? Um, I would say they are probably two of the three most annoying stars in the NBA. Okay. Wouldn't you say that's fair, Sean? Yeah. Are they just counting on Jay-Z to, like, fix that? Or what? Um, I think they're counting on, like, maybe two wrongs making a right. <laughs> I mean, there's always a good thing to bet on. This is my relationship strategy? Is that how the Brooklyn Nets make ch- trades? Just kidding. I'm happily in a relationship. It just felt like the cheap joke to make right there. Uh, it seems like what they've tried to do is, like, these two weirdos who are kind of friends or sort of now, uh, that they've filled in the rest of the team with either, um you know, like quality veterans who have been around a long time and get along with everybody. And then like young guys from poverty stricken Eastern Europe who oh, like, wow. like they can't be, you can't be affected by Kevin Durant's moodiness or Kyrie Irving's crazy theories. If your primary language is Bosnian, you know, that's, like, you know, sure. Right. I don't know if that's a language now that I've said it out loud. Uh, uh but I think that I think that's kind of the idea is like, well, these these Lithuanian teenagers uh, probably will just they'll, they'll talk to the translator through the coach and they won't they won't start, you know, watching conspiracy videos. <laughs> that's honestly a good plan. Uh, I guess I, yeah. I, I, I I am intrigued to watch a Brooklyn Nets game th- this next year just to see the dynamic play out. Well, so good, the problem well is, you. just like every Christmas, I am now inspired to see what the fuck is going to happen. The problem with that, though, is Kevin Durant is not going to play this year. Or was uh, he? Did he get an owie? Was that? Yeah, the because he injured himself in the NBA right, finals. Right, the Warriors. Yeah. Right, the war. He was there, and now I didn't realize he was traded this year. I was, I thought maybe that was in the past, then I missed it because the whole teams get created, and I hear about them talking to you. But uh, yeah, that is that's a shame. What did he hurt again? His Achilles is torn. Oh, that he has the gross one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really yeah. gross. <laughs> um, so it's a weird thing where these two guys who constantly change their minds about everything have decided to play together, but now one of them won't play this year. Uh, and there's a good chance the two of them change their minds again this year, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's funny. I mean, a guy like I assume they're both still good enough to put up with. Oh yeah, they're they're both very good. Here's the thing about this summer in the NBA: something like uh, seventeen All Stars change teams, or something like that. That is mm-hmm. that's a busy lunchroom table switching. Yeah, nothing's the same that's, in the cafeteria now. I think it actually was somewhat determined by that too, because there's a there's a weird like two week. Uh, period where the the season's over, but no one's allowed to officially sign until July first. 
And so it really is just like a flurry of text messaging and secret lunches. All right. Yeah, I feel like I could observe my friends having small meltdowns on Twitter regarding this time period and Mm -hmm. how much shenanigans (laughs) there were, Uh, which, again, is a fun way to watch basketball news it's just to see a friend post something like what with like 40 question marks and two exclamation points okay so our last guy i want to talk about is um have you ever heard of a person named zion williamson yes that was pretty impossible to miss and indeed quite impressive uh yeah Uh, a giant man who can literally fly yes Um, he jumps so high Look, lots of people lie about their heights and weights in the NBA, but uh, if you took these measurements at face value, he would have been the second heaviest player in the NBA last season. That's behind wild. a guy who also play football, seven... or am I dumb? What was that? No, he didn't also play football, right? He's all basketball. He's all basketball. Yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. My mind just gave him an extra sport. <laughs> well, he does. He does have a football player name. He yeah. does. Yes, he does. Uh, he's very impressive. But he got hurt because the shoe exploded, right? Yes. He's, yes. he's doing better? Uh, yes, he was the first pick in the NBA. And I want to point this out because of the cyclical nature of the NBA. Remember Anthony Davis with the uh, unibrow and uh-huh, the yes. uh, demanding a trade out of New Orleans? Uh-huh. Well, guess who won the NBA draft lottery and is going to get zion williamson this year oh those pelicans got him yeah huh? he welcomed in I new orleans pretty great yeah the big beignet is coming i'm always <laughs> pulling for for no that's that's pretty cool look i love a i love a pelicans Man, player i love a new a orleans success fabulous story. place to be young and famous yeah but and also good like, lord you couldn't pick a better city like new york tempting los angeles sure but like nope Spend a couple of years in New Orleans while your liver can still handle it, my friend. And Godspeed and enjoy. <laughs> Woo! And Good I'm... luck paying for a po' boy, because you're not gonna. That's gonna be a time. He's gonna have saxophones played directly at him for the next several years of his life. It's, it's gonna true. be gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, they'll just be following him around. People will just spontaneously sing because it sh- uh, he shows up. And I'm not just stereotyping. They did it for me. <laughs> if they imagine what they're gonna do for I just walked it around a corner on Bourbon Street and they saw a, a person who would give them at least a dollar. But when they see Zion, it's going to be genuinely inspired. Man, streets are just going to break out in mad chorus. Well done. It's- he's going to get traded somewhere else and like be in Philly just waiting for a street to yell his name and joy. And he's just going to get like a Fanta thrown at his head. It's going to be so confusing. <laughs> uh, I also just like the potential for him to get... Um, pretty fat but also still be really good because he's like he's 20 years old doesn't really matter if you're yeah, like a yeah. fat 20 year old so. he also seems to be one of those like you know i don't know he i'm not his nutritionist but he looks like a high calorie high burn kind of guy so at this point he could probably you know it looks like he doesn't work out hungry it looks like he's <laughs> right. getting very strong <laughs> yeah his yeah. elasticity he's young he can stay very limber and and just maintain his size but i don't think the cuisine is going to do him any harm <laughs> uh, i can't he, wait to see it he, I, my thoughts are inappropriate he is a child uh another thing i think you'd like about him caitlin is when he was picked first something he'd known he was going to get picked first for a year basically right but yes. when it finally happened just openly wept 
which you know which it's guys don't do that normally uh they don't. and it was very sweet uh, and one of the things I've uh, learned about basketball from you guys is that's exactly where you should do it. You are in the right sport, my sweet friend. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, it, it, uh, sports is such an interest. We're in entertainment where being a legacy affords you access and opportunity that is very hard to get when you're not, not begrudging. It's just the way it goes. The hey, watching people gain first generational wealth through skill and talent is moving. He's moved. Yeah. I'm assuming his parents aren't his coaches. Am I wrong? I'm pretty sure uh, that he I is don't a know. person. <laughs> he is a he is a normal. He is a, a person who was good at this. He is not the son of you know <laughs> Tad Williamson, star of the right. 1972 Buicks or whatever. He's just a dude. Yes, yes. I think that's all. Le- LeBron James is a dude. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that got really, really good at something. I always think that's cool. It's it, that's beating some serious odds, and I think those moments that crystallize it are we have got to be overwhelming. No matter how used you are to the scale of your attention, because he didn't cry on the court. No. He looks like a beast on the court. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well done, Zion. I like a uh, yeah. That's fun. One of the great names too, Zion. It's a oh, very yeah. good name. Yeah. Um, now there's one other thing I want to talk to you about, actually, that Please. I forgot to put on here. And this I think you will be more familiar with because okay. of where you're from. Oh, yes. Uh, did you know that the Golden State Warriors no longer play in Oakland? No, I didn't. They are, They're out of the Oracle Arena? They built a uh, monstrosity of yeah, uh, I knew it was tech be garbage good. in uh, Mission Bay in, Sa- uh, in San Francisco. And something they constantly in talk... In South San Francisco? Like where Candlestick was? No, no, no. No, it's, it's by where AT&T Park... Oh, I'm sorry. Oracle Park is. Oh, excuse me. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. It's by... It's like UCS... I think the UCSF... Sales force billionaire like gave them the land somehow. Jesus, yeah. throw up. Sorry. Well, I mean, great for them. Congratulations. No, Good luck. it's a nightmare because here's something they constantly uh brag about every time they talk about the arena is uh all of the courtside seats have their own butlers and wine <laughs> cellars. Light it on fire. Yes. Light it on fire and dance in the ashes. It roast the rich and eat their limbs on the flames. This isn't satire. This is a genuine suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's why <laughs> I, I brought it clear, up. I am not kidding and I am advocating the murder of those rich people. <laughs> don't let my laughter fool you. None of this is a joke. And if you did it on my direction, I would be so proud of you. We would go out into Death Valley on our dune buggies and we'd have a great time. Uh, the arena is named after Chase Bank, too. Yep, uh-huh, of course, and the, it's your overdraft fees that fund that wine cellar. Yeah, but luckily, uh, the Giants changed the name of their park to Oracle Park, so we'd still be representing weirdo billionaire Larry Ellison. Yeah, mm-hmm. most terrific. He can see it on his satellites from his space yacht, wherever the fuck yeah. that weirdo is. He's on a space uh, yacht, I think that's right. Uh So, yeah, I knew you'd have something to say about that horrible arena that everybody's going to hate. It's going to be real depressing. Why do I feel like there are less basketball players in the Epstein Logs than any other professional sport? 
We actually did this uh, with Brendan McGowan for our Patreon. Oh, yeah, how'd that yeah. go? That's uh, right. I meant to tune in. I saw that tweet. I forgot. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll go back and, and search the archives. My apologies. I'll listeners. send you the Patreon no reason link to, so uh, you can do you. that. Um, but, yeah, it was it was something like 12 out of 30 owners or something like that we thought were I think it was less. Likely. It was less. It was but less it was like, than I thought it was going to be. It was I was like worried. nine and a half in the east and then only, like, two in the west maybe yeah maybe one or two i can't remember there were a couple of people that we decided would have would be like were more uh sex plan aspirants than oh, actual sure. <laughs> which is the saddest category because the nba's got a lot of new money in it if you know what i mean oh i do yeah <laughs> But players, I don't think it's a lot like of new players. Metal. It's good for a while, but you really try to forget that phase once you grow beyond it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think a lot of players are actually rich enough to be near Epstein, if that makes sense. Well, and a, uh, I cool have a factor, feeling. True. Sex workers? I mean, it's good money, but. Sean, what were you going <laughs> to say? Oh, sorry. I just, I, I think that plane is. Uh, primarily white people i don't think there are a lot of uh, i do think that's true and i think if epstein had any use for her basketball players bringing it back around it would be to sell semen samples he feels yeah, like yeah. that yeah, kind yeah. of get out motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> well we're pretty sure that he's close with the owner of the miami heat so i think yeah. he and Udonis haslam could, <laughs> could have this. <laughs> um all right caitlin thank you so much for coming back on uh thank please. you for having me Plug your wares again. Oh, yeah. CaitlinGillComedy.com has links to all the tour dates. in. Uh, those are in Eureka, Salem, Portland, Seattle, Boise, Denver, and then Boise again. So if you were in any of those places, go look at CaitlinGillComedy.com. It's probably spelled how you guessed it. But if you didn't, Google will figure it out for you. Um, I'm at RobotCaitlin on Twitter. And Caitlin is tall on Instagram because I am, in fact, tall. Uh, and the album's available everywhere. Like I said, come out to a show and tell me that, uh, that you heard the podcast, and I would gladly high-five you. That's uh, my pitch to get you to the merch table, even if you don't have any money. I just want to meet right. you, and that's where I'll be after this. <laughs> but also give me your money. So it's a whole thing. You know, it's either or. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely do all of those things. And Sean, is and there And Sean will be in Eureka on the 22nd, which I was so excited when I heard about it. I'm very pleased with that news. Uh, Sean, is there anything else you want to plug? Um, you can read, uh, I, I wrote a thing about how Dwight Howard sucks that you can read on Yard Barker <laughs> and, um, oh yeah, come see, um, Riffers. Well, Dwight in- Howard wrote a scathing Yelp review of you, Sean. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, he's, he's the dirtbag. Um, Monday, if you're in San Francisco, I'll be, I'm doing shows in San Francisco this weekend. Um, Woo. I mean, come come see Riffers Delight at the Alamo Draft House on Monday night. Um, we're showing Donnie Darko, which <laughs> I feel like should be rife for a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one to check out. Uh, oh, oh, and I'll be at the Sacramento Punchline at the uh, in the middle of September too. If you live in Sacramento, check it out. Oh heck yes! Um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. <laughs> where 19 hours ago I tweeted, I love Arizona. It's where I'm meant to be. I was told by a palm reader in New Orleans when I was 12 that in a past life I was a judge in the Old Southwest defending Native Americans. 20 years later, I actually believe that was the case. Oh my god. 
Oh, wow. Sean, did you write a song? I did. I did. Um, it's a song by the band. Uh, it's called The Night the Atlanta Hawks Traded Down. So it's about <laughs> the again. All right. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Buy things from Caitlin. Woo! Travis Schlank is the name. And I work for Atlanta's team. They gave me the GM job. Cause I guessed right with Draymond Green. In the draft of 2018, we had the third pick, prime for Luca, but I traded down for extra picks. It's a decision that makes me want to puke the night the Atlanta Hawks traded down. And Grant Hill was stressing the night the Atlanta Hawks traded down. Bloggers were second guessing, they went, nah, 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 should have taken Luca. Back at home at the All Star break, Luca Doncic was going insane. Then I watched John Collins, he tried to dunk and destroy the plane. Now I don't mind losing games And I don't care about getting big names Trey's pretty good, he's a charming fella But I should have gotten more when I traded for Mello The night the Atlanta Hawks traded down And all the fans were screaming The night the Atlanta Hawks traded down Nate Duncan was live streaming. He went, uh, 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 should have taken Luca. Like Billy King before me, I'm in over my head. Like Danny Ferry above me, I'll apologize for things I said. I traded up, got came from Duke, but Don Nelson tricked me out of Luca. I saw Donchich play, that guy is a beast, it's a disaster. But thank God we play in the East. The, the Atlanta Hawks traded down. down. The Mavs were celebrating the night the Atlanta Hawks traded down. Pants DJ was masturbating. He went, nah, 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 not in nurses.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.